Yorda Koto. I'm Jane and I'm a blogger, podcaster, writer, photographer, coach and mama. I utterly love women and supporting them with the stuff we all struggle with, but don't talk about overwhelm, money, boundaries and giving ourselves the permission to do work and build businesses that we want. These episodes will give you a safe place to learn, be supported and feel less alone in this crazy world of work. What would it feel like to have the perfect work week? You decide what happens, you feel in control, you're ticking off the lists, you get to pick the kids up when you want, you don't work Wednesdays, you work 10 till 3, you don't have to be working at night and at weekends, and you get to take the whole of January off. Sounds pretty amazing. But currently, you are shackled to your what your employer wants or your work week is led, being led by other people. Um, I'm going to walk you through in this episode, finding out what a perfect work week looks like and how you can have one today. You absolutely can. So if we think about how Monday morning feels to you, how does Friday afternoon feel? If you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, you feel like you're chasing your tail, you are so not alone, my friend. Most of the clients I work with, and myself included, work with feel like someone else dictates their schedule, even when they have a business of their own that they've set up to have a schedule that they control. So if we think about the women who are listening to this, <clears throat> you included, and you think about why you set up your business or you are working for your employer, part of the reasons why we have these businesses and go to work is so that we can enjoy other things around the work that we do. And when this doesn't happen, it gets us into this mindset of work is just there to be hated. Work is just there as a sideline. When actually we can set down some things in our schedules that mean that the work we that we do gives us joy and it feels good. So have you ever walked yourself through your week? So you look at what is coming up. You've looked at how you spend your days or are they these weeks just flying by and you're not even really conscious of what goes on? So I want you to write down on the on paper, get it out of your head. Things that you do that are the same that is the same most weeks. So meetings, emails, running errands, get really clear and write down what it is you do. This first step allows you to see where you spend your time and get really, really clear on how much of it is led by other people. Um, there's a bit of a warning here because I want you to be really kind to yourself when you're doing this because it's really sometimes tough to see actually where you spend your time when you put so much hard effort into the work that you do. And that's all right. This is the first step on the ladder to the business of your dreams, the week, the perfect work week that you want. Um, you can also do this when you work for someone else. So it'll allow you to see where the cracks are in your week and actually might tighten up some of that wasted time. And I'll be looking at putting more of time constraints in your court later on. But first of all, do this thing. Sit down and look at where you spend your time during your week. Um, and if it's random and all over the place, we're going to start to look and get really clear as to what that wants to look like in the future. The next thing I want you to think about is how often you audit your week. So if it's never or not regularly enough, you are really missing out on vital information that will help take your business to the next level, 
create a new way that you think about your week and even change the relationships you have with the people who you live with. If we don't audit, we're just working on guessing instead of reality. And when we guess, our lovely brains like to tell us all the stuff that we haven't done, all the stuff that they it thinks that's going on, instead of real life, crystal clear versions of what we actually can acknowledge, get annoyed about, get joyful about, get sad about, and then move on because we have real information that we can now use. So these might be some questions like, why didn't that, that, or that launch that I just did go to plan. Why am I not being paid enough? What do I want to be charging now? We know where we made losses, where we made, made gains. We can then change things that aren't working very quickly by doing these audits. And, I, and I'm talking about doing an audit weekly. So checking in with yourself weekly um, to look at what happened last week. You can always do this daily you can check in with how do i feel today so the things that i've set down for myself on this wednesday my energy levels aren't feeling it and actually i know i've got lots more space tomorrow so i'm going to shift those things around but what we tend to do is we tend to just keep charging forward until we're on the floor exhausted and we haven't actually looked at what works for us right now some really helpful things you can ask yourself during an audit. So describe how you feel after the week in three words. One positive memory from the week. Your biggest three to five wins for the week. Um, what were your goals for last week? How far did you get with those goals? What worked? What didn't? What happened in your personal life, your business life that affected the week? How much self-care or you time did you have? What was your sleep like, your exercise, the amount of booze that you were drinking? And then what are the three goals for next week, week that lead you into the big end of year goal? And if you don't know this stuff, and that's all right, when are you allocating time in the next week to do this work? To actually look at what it is that you want from the work that you're doing, from your family, from your big life goals. Where are you doing this work? And do you need some help with that? So where will that come from? What is it that you need to actually admit to yourself? What three tasks do you have set down for tomorrow that need to get done? Where have you slotted self-care in time in for next week, for you time? And what do you need to get clear on next week that's fuzzy, that's causing friction? And what frogs do you need to eat? And if you've never heard that term before, that means all the jobs that you've been putting off, that email you need to send, that accountant phone call you need to make, that bill you need to pay, when are you going to do those things? So this is about you getting really clear. And again, be really kind because when we do audits, the real clear stuff comes up. And sometimes it's stuff that we don't want to see. So we actually have to open up our bank account and look at what is going on. We have to look at all the stuff that we've been putting off or avoiding um, and get really clear about it. But the more clear you get, I promise you, the more in control you will feel. So to start to practice the art of the perfect work week, we have to start with getting very, very close and personal with our diaries. And this means for some of you using an online one. Why do I really push the idea of an online diary? 
when we use paper diaries, and don't worry, I do love them too, um, they don't have the ability to add things in that cause us to waste time looking. So, for example, if you've set up a Zoom meeting, you can add that Zoom meeting link into the calendar. You can't do that on paper. You can't reschedule appointments easily. You can't add people to that calendar invite that you want to see them to see notes before the meeting that you go in. You want to ask them questions about what what is what are the priorities for this meeting? What are the reasons for this meeting? And you are it's a, it enables gives you the ability can't even talk to make time of the time that you've got to utilize for certain things. So they become reoccurring. So, for example, if every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. you want to spend that on for an hour, you want to spend on visioning, looking at your business goals, dreaming big, you can make that a reoccurring thing that happens every week. So, you know, it's in and nobody can book you for that time. If you're doing this using a paper diary, this wastes hours looking for links trying to remember what it was about that meeting that you why the reasons why you set it up in the first place it also means that if you want to cancel some of those meetings you then have to email that person find their email go off and it just wastes so much time so these are some of the things i like to talk about with my clients because getting clear as to where you're spending your time and getting them off a paper diary is one of the quickest ways that you can feel so much more in control, even though you might have to learn how to use that. And that's all right. We can schedule time in to do this learning. What about if you work for someone else? So I can hear some of you saying, I work for somebody else. There's no way I can have my perfect work week. I've just got to do certain things in certain times. But that's fine. That's totally fine. You can still have a perfect work week, even if you have a boss or an employer. Um, Thinking you instantly can't, instead of actually going to see and discuss this stuff with your boss, changes the way that you think about your week. So have you ever asked your boss for a review of your week if it's just not working for you? Have you identified holes in that week that you can take to your boss and say, do you know what? I, I can save us time here by doing some of this stuff because I've audited it I'm clear about it I know what's going on can you ask about pickup and drop-offs of your kids to be made easier can you take your lunch at a different time can you start and finish at a different time can you look at the work you do and the time that is wasted by doing everything manually are you asking yourself can this be templated can this be automated by a machine can I delegate this to someone else And actually asking that question for every single thing that you regularly do in that work, whether you work for yourself or you work for somebody else. Ask, ask, ask these questions to yourself or your employer and see what the response is. You might be really surprised by the results that come out of it. I also think the work week, perfect work week makes us ask questions about what we do during that time and what we're also paid to do during that time so are you still charging by the hour do you need to have you ever thought do I need to be charging by the hour can my work be project-based can I do certain things a different way am I thinking every time I want to raise my prices what does that mean when I raise it to that amount of money and how much stuff that I get done in one hour 
Can you change the way you think about that? Because who said you have to think about it and charge by the hour? Have you ever thought outside the box about everything you do being by that hour, especially if you work for yourself? So when we start to think about our perfect work week and what we want, we also have to think about the way that we're paid and then the way that we feel about money. So what does that bring up for you? And what supports might you need about changing the way that you do think about money? So here are some ways that I like to walk my clients through changing how they see their week and starting to create that perfect work week for themselves. One, slot in self-care first. I cannot emphasize this enough, even if you work for someone else. So if you think that you're stuck with a nine to five, but you want to do a yoga class on a Wednesday lunchtime, have you ever asked if you can do that? Um, you want to go running straight after work, but you need somebody to help pick up the kids. Have you asked your friends if you can do a bit of a swap around that? Put those times in first and make them a colour in your beautiful new online calendar that you recognise is your time. Then everything else comes after that. This includes meetings. So never, ever leave meetings in someone else's court. Never say, flick me the times you've got available. Stipulate where and when you want your meetings to happen and set them into your week so they're reoccurring. For example, community meetings, co coffee catch-ups, and have them regularly and set boundaries that you want people to stick to. So you can set up an online calendar for this it saves you so much time. You can then set up things automatically so they're set and in, and you can block time for certain things and see it scheduled. Audit, audit, audit your week constantly. Ask yourself, does this work for me, even if it works for everyone else, and change it very quickly. I think we get really stuck in this is the way it is and this is the way I have to do it, and surely changing it because it's not working is a sign of failure, but no way is it a sign of failure. If you change something that's not working for you very quickly, instead of leaving it and letting it go on and six months have passed and you still hate the thing, if you change it very quickly, you are leveling up your business to be very clear about how it is you want to spend that time and what you want to be doing. Is your week led by someone or something else? So emails, stipulate when you read and answer emails, set up a responder, set up a timer, so two 30-minute slots during the day where you read emails. Once that timer goes off, it's done. And you only get to them once or twice a day. And you tell people that that is what you do. Ask yourself right now, is everything I do guided by other people? If yes, then seeing the changes happen above will start to show you that you can guide your own calendar especially when it gets tough. So when it gets tough and you know that you need more time for rest, more time for looking at the business, when there's not as much work coming in and you can allocate time to working on the business, you can get very clear about how you guide that week rather than it being guided and left in other people's court. This is the start of formulating the perfect work week and it takes time. But this is a start. This is the start of you actually taking control of the weeks that fly by and starting to say, is this my perfect work week? And what is it that I want it to look like? 
I would love to know which ones you are getting cracking with um, and which ones sparked a little bit of inspiration for you. But you got this. If you found anything in this mildly helpful, I'd love to hear about it. Um, come and find me on Instagram at Queenstown Life and flip me a friendly DM to start your journey with me. <laughs>